This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Good evening and welcome to that's right the final cast and you know what I'm excited because this this show has been turned over to me and we're going to take it and we're going to knock it out of the park um, we're going to bring to you gear individuals not just individuals in the fishing industry but we're also talking about individuals that could be talking about anything that deals with like pro stats promotionals anything in the industry that could be used we're going to show showcase those here and then at the same time we're going to have random topic nights just like tonight where we're going to be talking about pro staffs and burning bridges and tonight's show is one that has come through a lot of practice over the last 10 years and a lot of just like making some mistakes sometimes and doing it and it's just going to be a show about information for you so i'm going to bring in my co-host tonight and that is Mr. Gene, how you doing, sir? Better now that I got the mute off on my oh, microphone. <laughs> always got to be one person that does it. Right, right. I'm good, brother. Thank you so much for inviting me on here. It's uh, it's it's fun to to grind down into the business uh, sometimes and, and talk talk shop about uh, about the you know the the behind the scenes stuff. 
good right. times. And, and you know what? Like one of the things is in our industry, we're all about presenting information and there's tons of individuals that are going to talk about this exact same thing. You can go in YouTube right now and type in fishing pro staff, and you're going to have 30, 40 people just talking about their experiences and things like that. And one of the things that uh, we were wanting to do is just basically tell you guys a little bit about our opinions. So here is our disclaimer and our warning. <laughs> All right. These are going to be our opinions. And so for those haters out there that are going to smack down and kind of destroy us over a week throughout this, these are just our opinions, okay? From trial and error, from different things that we both have experienced throughout our, our time in the industry, and just kind of things we're kind of dealing with and, and working with. Um, one of the biggest things as you start to transition in the fishing industry roles change over the years like you start to move you start to make transitions and you start to do different things and and gene's got a, a perspective coming from that side and i'm coming from a perspective of starting out straight at the bottom working way all the way to the top having shows and doing things and working with other companies so um gene tell everybody what your version of a pro staff is to give us the gene's definition of a pro staffer Pro staff. So the, the term, it's a shortened version. Um, and really what it stands for, uh, I believe in its, its conception was promotional staff. This is a staff of individuals that has a sole purpose of promoting a product service or company. Um, I always tried to basically utilize the, the other side of this that, um, incorporated the professional staff in there as well the word professional not in that to say you are a professional but that you should conduct yourself yeah. accordingly um you know as a professional in this industry and understand that you're the face man your actions you getting upset given the dale earnhardt turn signal on the highway if you've got someone's logo on your pickup dude that you're you're speaking for them every time you cut somebody off you know so right it comes with uh, comes with a lot of responsibility. Yeah, no, you you said it right there. It's a promotional staff, and um, the term pro staff does get a bit bit misleading as you start to work your way in the industry because you know sometimes those lines turn into gray areas. Like you said, a professional staffer, and then a promotional staffer, a pro yeah. staffer, and then a sponsored fisherman. That's a sponsored angler is completely different. Yep. Um, so, you know, those lines do start to blur, but you're getting what you're getting as a pro staffer is you're getting gear. You're getting a percentage off of, of, of your of your purchases. And with that, with an agreement with a company that you're going to share their brand. And that's what it comes down to. As long as you share their brand and you agree to do what you're what you say you're gonna do, the other things come in come in play. Sometimes it takes a little while to get free stuff from a company. Sometimes you got to like prove your worth a little bit, kind of get your foot in the door type of thing. And it can be difficult at times, but it's difficult at times for reasons. It's because they, yeah. everybody has kind of gone through the headache phase of figuring out what they want to do in this industry. And when you first get into the industry, it's not the easiest of all trails. So Gene, tell us a little bit about, your journey kind yeah. of getting where you're at right now. 
So for the the uh, most interesting parts of my life, I was in the IT industry for, for over 20 years, uh, 20 plus years. I was an IT nerd, um, uh, oddball in the IT world just because I also had a love for the outdoors, which normally didn't go hand in hand. Not one bit. <laughs> um, but, uh, if, you know... It, the the outdoors was my escape the outdoors fishing that was that was home right I, and um i spent the majority of the time there my com- when when competitive angling came about uh when i started getting involved in that i quickly realized because of my background um uh, i quickly realized i started breaking things down and looking them as a business um i'm not a gambler okay i i literally don't buy scratch tickets because i find them a waste of time yeah. Um, I don't go to casinos. It's just not my thing. And when people, you know, they, they look at me and they think what we do is gambling in there. And I know it's a, it's a business venture to me. And if you're counting cost, you probably shouldn't do it, man. Um, it's okay to mind your cost, but if cost is the deciding factor, yay or nay, then the answer is nay, because it's going to be more expensive, you know, than, than what it is. So for me, my journey started with looking at those things. Um, my background, like I said, is IT. I have a, a bachelor's degree in uh, uh, IT management, and I have a master's in business administration with a, a marketing uh, flair, if you will, emphasis, I guess is what they call it. And so everything, I started looking at that, and I realized the expense. So I started thinking, there's got to be a cheaper way to do this. Um, because as time went on, I started, my gear needs started going up, and I realized, Man, at one time I was like, I will never need more than three rods and reels. That's <laughs> all I need. <laughs> you know, fast forward about 10 years and I had 34, 35 rods and reels in the deck of my, you know, in my rod locker in my boat. So when I was buying reels, it was 10, 15, 20 at a time. Right. And so you better believe a discount sounded pretty nice to me because, you know, uh, if if I could buy a... a $150 reel. If I could get that for 70 bucks a piece, man, talk about a difference in price tag. That was a good day for you then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's exciting when you get on them, when, you know, when you get, when you get to be on the stage where you get to actually get a little bit of a benefit from it. Yeah. And, um, but there's one of the things Gene said is, is you got to put in some work in here. You got to totally. do the work. You got to you got to continue to do the work, and you got to prove you're doing the work. So, is it the first year that you're getting those seventy five dollar reels? Probably not. It's probably your second or third year down yeah. the line that you're really going to be getting um, some benefits from. You know, and it not to go down too far of a tangent, but it, it started to pick up. I started noticing different organizations out there, the way they conducted business. There were a couple, which, uh, you know, we, we already put a disclaimer out there, but I'm going to remain and just leave them nameless. But there's a couple rod and reel manufacturers out there that literally, you know, had like a pro staff of like 1500 people. Right. Um, and I'm looking at that, you know, when you said, is it going to be easy? No, uh, the, it is, it isn't going to be easy to get up there and it shouldn't be, if it's easy, there's a reason why, you know? Right. And I started, thankfully I was a little bit older and a little bit uh, more aged at the time when I started coming into the pro staff game. So I wasn't so quick to just want to grab a banner and go running into the, you know, into the fray going, Ooh, look, you know, Hey, this company's great. I don't even know them. Um, <laughs> I got a banner. I have a banner. I, I got a, a sticker in my window. <laughs> so I'm good to go. Right. 
<laughs> you know, I, I wasn't so quick to jump into that side of it. But, you know, for those that are, hey, man, you do you. Uh, I, I don't exactly. I don't think any any otherwise of, of get your support however you can get it. But but also remember, it's a two way street. And, yeah, you have to like you said, Randy, I looked at the number of pro staff deals that I was trying to hook up and I looked at, OK, if I need to do four posts a month for this company and then four posts. How does that work? You know, some of these days, and I got to maintain my normal job. Oh, wait, wait. And and you have a life? Right? <laughs> you mean you don't live on social media? Come on. Exactly, man. So, yeah, it was. It started to show up pretty quick. Um, I moved it kind of a fast track in that uh, I was with, you know, uh, several organizations. And then the, my second year, I realized I'm trimming this back. I don't need this many. I'm not going to be Kevin Van Dam. You know, when I swallowed that pill that it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> and, 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 and I mean, you're not going to be the NASCAR driver with all the logos all around. Right. You, right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, that was the other thing, being an older guy. The way I looked at it was if you're going to be on my jersey, if you're going to be on my pickup, um, you're going to pay for it. You I'm, not, I'm, yeah. I'm not paying to put you on there. Look, I'll do my part of the job, but you got to do your part of the job. And funny enough. In that first like five years, no one was willing to pay me to put their name on my jersey or no my truck. Way. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can no. you believe it? Come on. <laughs> so yeah, I have man. Never heard a story like that ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, you know, it's it, it was just a it was a journey of of understanding uh, uh, throughput ins and outs, uh, remaining professional, remaining focused with each other. Um, and I'll be honest with you, man, you know, the topic burning bridges, that goes both ways, organizations and business owners out there, you have a responsibility also on how you conduct business because you never know when those anglers that you crapped on get a podcast show and a platform of their own that reaches a couple thousand people. (laughs) Not not coming from here, not coming from here. Not going to say, not going to say any companies. Nope. Nope. Remember, these are all of our own opinions. I'm just saying. Exactly. But he, he, you know, Gene, Gene's correct though. Like it it does go two ways, burning bridges. Um, You have, you, you have to start out in the industry. You have to start out as a promotional staffer, unless you are the next Van Dam, and then you deserve everything you got. Like you deserve everything you get. Trust me. Um, And you are up and coming into the kayak industry and you're working your way through it. I, congratulations. But most everybody who starts out in this industry is starting out as a promotional staffer in a comp with a company somewhere down the line. Yeah. And there is nothing wrong with that. Am I saying pro staffer is the worst position you could possibly have? I am not. No. Okay. It's, it's exactly how you get started in the industry. You got to start somewhere, find a company and stick with them. Now don't do what everybody does and do the pro staff hop. And jump from one company to another company to another company to another company within like weeks, days, even hours sometimes. That's the, that's like the worst thing you can do. Um, but find a company, stick with it, and be their pro staffer. Like be the best at that one with that one company that you got. And as you start to develop your relationship throughout the years, then things will start to go. But burning bridges, and, I'm gonna, and this goes for every aspect of your life. Okay. <laughs> Burning bridges. Do not do it. Ever. Uh, ever. It is it is detrimental to the industry, it's detrimental to the companies, and it's the it's very detrimental to yourself. 
Um, because once you start to tarnish that your name and your reputation representation in the industry, everything else starts to go by the wayside real fast, and you yep. you you get left behind. Burning bridges, whether it is you get on a company and you're like, ah, screw you, I'm going to this company. The grass is greener over here. Don't do it. Like this is like the biggest thing is just it's it's awful. It's awful for the company because one. They may have had somebody that they may have passed up to put you on that team. So that's one, okay? That's one reason. The other reason is that company saw something in you that they wanted you wanted your name attached to their brand, okay? And that is that's important. That's the reason why um, we have brands for shows. We have brands for individual anglers. This is the reason why we have them. And they, the company sees an importance and an interest in you. And that's very important that you keep that relationship intact. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. One of the other things, one of the other things is, is that as when you burn bridges, do you think everybody stays quiet about it? <laughs> you I know, mean, one of ahead, the best. Yeah, one of the best pieces of advice I was given right from the get-go at one of the first shows that I had a chance to attend, which, by the way, that's a phenomenal way um, to make connections. Uh, you know, it's easy to sit behind your computer screen and fill out the applications left and right, but I'll tell you, they get thousands of those, um, you know, quite a bit, and not much attention is given to those. But if you go to some of these sporting shows and you get a chance to meet people face-to-face, shaking hands, and actually converse, share some stories, and see if there's a, a good connection there, maybe you decide you don't want to then, you know? <laughs> or maybe right. you decide, yeah, this is where I need to be. But at any rate, one of the first best piece of advice I was given from the get-go was the fact that don't let the size of our industry fool you, man. It's a small industry. People talk, and everybody knows everybody, at least through somebody else. And in today's world of social media it's amazing the you know remember the old days when it used to be what was it the seven degrees of kevin bacon or whatever right right and everything goes back to kevin bacon somehow it ends up back to him (laughs) now with social media man it's uh you know people have a have a, a story here a story there um it is possible. Now, this one's a striking one, you know, that I, that I always try to tell people. It is possible to not like an organization, to not do business with them, and not say it publicly. Not get on social media and have to go, blah, 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 blah. Now, if somebody asks you off the record or at the dock, if you're, you know, you're having a chat with another buddy down there, fair enough. Share your opinion. Shoot, no one's telling you how you should think or whatever. If you're, you know, having a beer with buddies or, or somebody wants to, you know, come up and ask you the question, I'm not saying, you know, BS somebody, but you don't have to do it public. It's kind of like the whole, dude, you want to drink and get drunk, do what you want to do, but you go to a public place and get drunk, you're an idiot. Okay. I'm <laughs> sorry. My opinion, you're a dumbass. There you go. <laughs> because public, no, it's no place to do it in public, okay. you know? 
mind your P's and Q's, you know, have some pride about yourself. Same thing when it comes to organizations. There's it, like you said, Randy, it damages businesses. And just because you may not have had a great experience doesn't mean everybody has. Right. Um, you know, and so, you know, and, and you're talking about at the end of the day, you're talking about people that run those businesses. Now, every once in a while, we come across a piece of garbage. Okay, it I happens. get that. It, it does. But 90% of the time, I would venture to say it's not that. It's that you guys had a difference of opinion on something and it didn't work out. So be be adults about it. Go your separate ways and call it a day. Right. You know? Yeah, it, it, you know, even if, if, if even if it, it's it's a it's a it's a hard topic to talk about because you want to make make sure you stay a little politically correct at the same time without um, doing too much damage. Um, you know, as you had that conflict, what's the best way? Uh, yeah, well, you're reading the messages. Yes, the, what, Todd we're Martin. Gonna, we're going to bring them in in a minute. Um, Excellent. The um, what's <laughs> what's the best way for an individual? to rebuild that connection that's a good question um you know with the same company or with just back in the industry in general just like you said our industry is not that small yeah so eventually it could be 10 15 years maybe that company comes back around because they're going to have new staff you know in today's cancel culture that's a good question because it all depends on where it's coming from but me personally if i'm if i'm in charge of something here and i'm looking if someone takes ownership and says, you know what, I had a difference of opinion with with somebody in the past. I'm not don't need to name names. That's not the important piece here. But mm-hmm. people know, you know, that I was associated with such and such. Um, and I want to, you know, come straight forward and say that I could have probably I absolutely could have handled that better. And uh, moving forward, I'm going to make sure that is the case here. This is this is what we, what I believe in. This is what I stand for. Um, and this is who I'm, you know, out here to do business with. And if that's fair enough, cool, rock on. You know, now if, if, if someone's habitual in these right. moves, that's something different. But if, yeah, if something went down, it, it seems to me that, you know, like I always told my kids, take ownership of it. All right. The, the guy that isn't making mistakes is the guy that isn't working. That's, I'm a firm believer in that. There you go. I mean, you know, we're going to make mistakes. That's, sure. That's we're human. All right. I, I, some of these are just really good. The, the, guy, the, yeah. the, the chat's starting to get a little buzz. So Nicholas Beltran says reputation, rep, reputation is a key and sticks with you anytime, anywhere. Very true. Mr. Skinner is here. Hey, Jeremy, Jimmy, how you doing, buddy? Uh, haven't gotten to listen in, the, but definitely a whole bunch of brand team hopping folks out there. And who don't see their their ruining their reputation? That's correct. That that's great advice right there. If you don't know if you're ruining your rep- reputation, ask some of the pe- <laughs> ask some of the anglers around you. They'll tell you real fast. Ask the old guys that won't lie to you. <laughs> there you go. Whenever you see Jimmy, you can go up to him and be like, "Am I one of those anglers?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Richard says it great. Don't badmouth the company you left. Nothing good in that came from it. Correct. Yeah, very good. Um, no, and you know, I, I I agree with you. If you're able to fess up and you're able to talk to the company, sometimes they come back full circle. Sometimes you're able to mend those relationships and move on. But the best thing to do is leave a great lasting re- representation of yourself with a company. Okay, w- what did? Okay, we'll use we'll use we'll use me as an example. What did Randy Newton do best? Well, he was organized. He always did this on time. And he did this, and he and he left the he left the company with a great background 
And that's what you want to do. You want to leave companies with great backgrounds, move into those companies, because guess what? That company most likely is going to call the last company you were just at. Yep. Yep. Or they know it doesn't happen. Say it doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'll be honest with you, you know, and and sometimes it, uh, I always like to throw out this advocate thing here. I had uh, a situation personally, um, a rod company that I was with, they originally were just rods. Um, and then moved into some baits and a few other things. Things were taking place there that that wasn't the greatest um, as far as how the pro staff was was being looked at. Like we were literally finding out about new baits and new things that were taking place once they were released at Tackle Warehouse. And we as pro staff didn't even know they were coming. So we kind of looked stupid out there. Um, and uh, all of our requests to, to reach out to them about, hey, any chance we could get some information up in front, you know, of this so we could help promote it. It was kind of met with crickets. Um, mm. So it was just a matter of things were going in a way that that wasn't bad, but it also wasn't great. Um, I knew I had a deal in the works that had an opportunity that was sitting in front of me that I wanted to really explore and I was excited about it. And so I reached out uh, to this organization and let them know that I'm going to be pursuing another opportunity. But I just wanted to thank you so very much for the three years that I've been with you guys um, and that I will always have a special place for, you know, company X, this and that. And I'll tell you what, not so much. Three people were on that email and I didn't get so much as a good luck in the future. Thanks for your time. Not a single response came from them. And I'll be honest with you. I still remember that to this date. And while I may have liked their products, right. I, I won't say their name. You know, <laughs> right. I'm not going right. to put them up there. I've had organizations that were very unprofessional like that, because to me, even that little move right there kind of showed me their colors. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, dude. I was a nobody to you. You know, I, I get that. I was, you know, uh, you know, I was being comped out, you know, a, a few, you know, a few rods a year. Other than that, I had a, a substantial discount to the stuff. So it wasn't as if I was, you know, one of your big guns on the Elite Series. But I did do a lot of content and we did do a lot of promotions. And, right. you know, and so at the very least, you know, hey, good luck in the future. Or are you sure you want to do that? Something, you know, or how about a, just a see you later. Thanks for the email. You know, anything, something professional. And it's just those simple little pieces of communication, man. It, it You remember it. It sticks with you, man. And it's long lasting is the point I'm trying to get at. It's right. And it could, it could kill opportunities in the future in a big way. Yeah. Richard actually says it really good. Um, we're actually going to play a promo here for a minute. Uh, yeah. They have 50 marinas down to Dale hollow forbid my staff for, from ever talking bad about it others. And you're right. There's, Tons, especially on Dale Hollow. There's several other marinas in that area. You want to encourage each other to do the best. So, yes, they are competition, but you know what? You all work together, and when you do, everybody wins, and that is correct. I do agree with that. With that being said, with Richard being on, we Dale Hollow. Dale Hollow, that's right. We've got that event coming up in April. Sit back, relax, and enjoy 30 seconds of a promo.
That's right. You can go right now to Tourney X and sign up for the Dale Hollow event. Right now, it's already up and running. All you got to do is look up Dale Hollow Paddle and Fin event, and it will be right there on Tourney X. So you can sign up, register today. And then if you need to get any of the, just as a sidebar, if you need to get any of the uh, um, houseboat rec- um, accommodations, please reach out as soon as you're done paying for your event on Tourney X. Go over to the Eastport Marina and get a hold of Richard so that way they can hook you guys up with that special rate. And also make sure they can even get you on the houseboats. Very important. Yeah. Very important. Because that's where I guess all the craziness and the fun happens. I don't know. You know, uh, if guys like Todd Martins would be out there, mm. that's not uh, that's not a place I'm staying because I'm going to be sleeping with one eye open the whole time, <laughs> I guarantee it. He only brings it up, the fact is, don't go drinking with Gene in public <laughs> and talk about talk trash about companies i totally agree i mean come on that's that todd you know what you're correct just don't just don't you know what save yourself the headache and don't drink in front of him and you'll be all right right because i remember stuff man <laughs> he remembers he remembers um okay so over the past few years pro staff has definitely grown into like this own creature and monster in the industry it's like there are for like every 10 people there's probably 10 and a half pro staffers and <laughs> all of them. Yeah. It's like that many yeah. pro staffers. All right. Um, with social media and everything that's kind of going on nowadays, what do you, how do you see that that impact has been for the promotional staffer? Oh, it's been huge, man. I think it's the single handedly, the biggest, you know, most critical aspect of the whole thing. Um, it allowed uh, a type of pro staffer to, to come about that was never around before. Um, and there's there's a lot of negative connotation that comes with this, but I'll I'll be I'll be honest. I don't. That's the one part of social media that I don't find negative. Um, there's plenty other things out there about social media that I could flush, but the promotional staff piece, you know, people, you know, called them patch pirates and this and that, you know, showing up and they they had all these funny names and all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, man. Um, Organiz- what it what it created an avenue for businesses and organizations to save a ton and create new opportunities for people to contribute be a part of uh um not just promotional but also r and d yeah. you know they could there was there was this much broader reach that uh you know when we saw the global market take over when it was no longer just you doing business in you know small town u s a or small state USA. Now you could do business globally be, with the help of the internet and social media. It it opened up a lot of avenues and a lot of a lot of other areas there. And yeah, the the pro staffer had the ability to uh, to step in. Um, now there were some negatives that come with it in in regards to you know little to no experience. They could still get in if if the pro staff team wasn't managed properly. Correct. If they were if they were just looking for numbers which I do want to speak on that. There were several organizations that did this and here's how they did it uh, for, for those people that are curious. Um, uh, this is, this is a model. This is something that you can actually research on how to do this. It's, it's out there. So or these organizations created what they basically f- come up with was a, a, a clientele on a contract. They put, brought them on as pro staff and they say, let's say they, they come on and put up for, lack of better numbers say 100 pro staffers those 100 pro staffers had to do a handshake agreement that they would buy 400 worth of product every year yeah and they had to buy this stuff 
And in return, what the company was going to do is send them a sticker, send them a hat, and give them a 50% discount. I promise you, I promise you what those organizations did is they set the price point on their product at that 50% discount rate. And they knew they could make enough substantial sustaining profit to function at that level. If they sold retail, anything else that was gravy, those profit margins were through the roof. And so what they did is they opened up their pro staff to take on everybody and before you know it, that hundred turned into a thousand and everybody's getting a 50% discount and everybody's on the pro staff team right. and everybody's spending 400 bucks a year. Now, who is the dummy here? Nobody. The anglers getting a, getting a, a product at what, what it, to them is a fantastic price. Mm-hmm. The business is selling product like mad, you know, it, it worked out. If you were looking for something other than that, though, if you truly meant pro staff meant something to you and you wanted value and so forth, then those were not the organizations for you. Right. And, uh, and, and, and they're out there. Still out there. They're, they're still, still in business. Yeah. Yep. There's still companies out there that are like that and they have a poor business model. Yep. How are but, you going but to- it's working, though. Yeah. So here's the crazy thing. As an angler who is getting started and trying to figure out their way and niche into this, and, you know, they've already started to hear some of the negatives of pro staffing and making sure you're not burning bridges, making sure we're doing the right things here. What is the one, sorry, what is the, what is the flip side of this? Like, how can, how can they see those signs? See, uh, I'm sorry, I re- say that again there. My, my old brain locked up in middle of stream here. Sorry, that's exactly what happens. I talk too long. Um, <laughs> what, what, is, what is some of the, how can an angler that's just now starting see the signs of what, what kind of companies some of these are before they even get Oh, yeah, hands down. Uh, how, how hard is it to get on the team? If it's a matter of fill out the deal, you get an email, welcome to the team. And here's your 10%. Yep. And here's your 10%. Here's your 20%, whatever the percentage. If there was very little about who are you, um, what do you, you know, where do you see yourself in the future? Um, The other thing in my personal opinion to watch out for is when an organization is solely focused on your number of followers. Hmm. If, if that reach is their first and foremost concern, they won't even talk to you otherwise, then they're not really concerned with who they're bringing on the team. All they don't care if there's 10,000 bots. Um, they just want to see your numbers. You know? well, and and if, that could be that, that could be higher ups in their company saying, Hey, you need to get so many blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 And if that's, if that's the case only in my opinion, then, then no bounce. Um, I, I personally wouldn't, wouldn't uh, look to there. I, I look at, I mean, I don't, actively look for for uh connections anymore um there's one that we're looking for and that's just on my nonprofit side something something a little bit different um but if i can't talk to somebody face to face like this or or meet them i'm probably not going to be interested in in doing something i want to meet who it is that i'm going to be working for and representing out there because I, i like my reputation where it's at right now i like my name um, and I have no desire to screw that up because I, you know, jumped on board with, with something that was squirrely. Well, and I have to, I'll tell you coming from my side, like I definitely started out with a couple of those companies. Like it was rough, you know, but you quickly realized when you get connected with the right companies, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. 
eventually you're going to terminate with those uh, those other companies like that. But you know what? Again, don't burn the bridge because you right. never know in the industry. Maybe this company excels and they're making millions in the future and now they definitely need a pro staffer and they're going to go back and they're going to look at their records they're going to go oh hey you remember that that gene guy he left the team but he was a really good ambassador for us yeah you know and so all guess what you'll get a random phone call in the middle of the time it works something like that sometimes you just have to be aware you have to be aware that all this stuff is that you're going out there there's always going to be out there there's always going to be companies out there that are not going to be in it for you that's all going to be about them you'll find a great company that you work with and you have the most amazing relationship with and all of a sudden they'll cut you anyway or you have a great company it it's it's a, a vicious cycle that goes around year by year always especially yeah. when it comes around contract time well and you never really know where this stuff comes from. I mean, think about this angler that was just out there. He was he was creating a video about uh, the financial woes and how hard of a time it was for him uh, to compete at the elite level. Um, while I have a lot of differences of opinions on this, which always start off with the, well, no shit. Um, but the fact is what he never saw coming was how his actions in just a simple woe is me conversation actually made a few of his sponsors look crappy and they didn't appreciate that lo and behold and they ended their relationship with him now there was a lot of people that were quick to jump on going crappy organization just dropping him like that um i don't know dude they were extending to him a pretty good deal based on what he could bring to the table right and he came out and said, yeah, that's cool and all, but it's not paying the bills. You didn't have to say that, bro. You right. didn't have to mention their name. You didn't have to say the company. You could have just said the numbers aren't where they need to be yet. And I got to get them there. And that's not throwing anybody under the table. That's taking responsibility. He went about it in a goofy way. And yeah, those sponsors were not too pleased with him, man. Um, and, uh, they dumped him, they dropped him on it. And so now I promise you, it's going to be even harder now for this dude with his YouTube channel flying, you know, what company wants, you know, sure. You could get on there for the shock jock value. Maybe that drives you. If you're an organization that's looking for that cool, but (laughs) I mean, I mean, to each is their own. I mean, there's going to be some people that want that in their lives and there are going to be some people that don't want that in their lives and there's going to be an outlet for it somewhere. So, yeah. Yeah, you um, just... but yeah, you know, uh, I've I've got a couple guys on here that are team members of teams, and they're also pro- promotional staff directors, and also the like the boss who picks the director for the pro pro staff, and um, you know, it's a it's a it's a subject that is talked about a lot, but nobody really wants to like talk about all the weird stuff. Like we just we're. Gene and Gene and I have gone like ups and downs and sideways to sideways to talk about the same topic. And it's it, that's because promotional staff is so vast. There's so much information in there and there's so much that you can do to hurt yourself and also hurt your companies and also hurt the industry that we don't want anybody to do. And it's kind of like why we're just sitting here rambling. Yeah, no, it's uh, your reputation is key. Professionalism. Conduct yourself as such. You know, I always like to say, so you want to be a pro staff. What? are you going to do that's going to stand out for that organization? Um, you're, you're always concerned about what you're going to get, which you should be because that's your, your business model. You're trying to square away. You're trying to, you know, see what you can do, but in the same regard, it's a give and take. So what can you bring to that organization? 
um, that maybe someone else can't, or maybe sometimes what you bring to the table is just doing what somebody else does, but doing it better. Right. If that, if that's the case, cool. Um, you know, but, but be honest about that, you know, think, think on that and make sure you're presenting and leading with that to the organization that I would like to do this for you. This is what I bring to the table and that'll send a good message to them for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I, I want to just leave this on the table for you guys. Even though we talked about promotional staff and in, in, in like negativity, there's a lot of good things that go with promotional staff. One, you create an entirely awesome community wrapped around you being part of a pro- promotional staff. And then also the great friends that you get to have while you're in the industry and they get to go along with you along, along your venture. So there are a lot of good things that go with it. We're just talking about some of the things that just kind of get overlooked at when you're first getting into the industry and you're like, boom, boom, boom. I need to do this, 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 I need to be on a pro staff. And yeah, you just want to make sure that you get on the right teams. You do, you, you do your job the best of your ability and you do awesome at it while you're there. And then at the same time, Make sure you always just leave. If you do leave that company, leave on a good note. Hundred percent, man. That's uh, you know the the uh, the impression, the reputation. It will come back. It will come back to benefit you. I've I've had it. I've had it help me in many cases. Being being professional and working it, it two years later, come back around and you know I'm, I find I reap the the benefits of those those type of you know relationships. Um, sometimes not even doing business alone, making the choice to, you know what, I really like what you're doing there. I just don't think that it's a great fit, but, um, I'll, I'll still pass you on to other people that come back to help me, you know, you know, later down the line, uh, not even working with somebody. So yeah, it's, yeah, as you get older, you start to, if you're paying attention, you realize the stuff, right? You see it a little bit easier. Um, not as big of an ego to bruise anymore. You know, it's, yeah. We live, we live through the headaches. We've gone through some of the trials that all of yeah. you are going through. Yeah, we do. They, I guess they call it getting wiser. <laughs> Something like that. Right. I, don't know. I, I call it arthritis. That's all <laughs> I call it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nope. Well, Gene is actually going to get ready. He's going on to his show tonight. Make sure you go over to the TPO because you are going to be talking to the one, the only Mr. Steve Owens. That's right. We got the man from Dugout Bait and Tackle, and of course, the tournament director for Bassmaster Kayak Series. We got him stopping by there, the uh, TPO Doc Talk. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's right. So make sure you guys go over and log in and check him out tonight. Thank you very much for joining us for the second show of the year. Look forward to seeing us every Monday night on a rotational basis at 7 p.m. with new hosts, new guests, and also new things going down right here on the Paddle and Fin Network at the Final Cast. 